Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to another episode of Marketing for Your Boring Business, helping your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. You know, we talk a lot on the show about how your business needs to get seen on social media, but it's not always that easy. You can be posting great content, doing great videos, and doing all of the things. But if no one is able to see you, if no one knows how to find you, if you're not putting yourself in front of the right people, it's really all for nothing. So today, we're talking with Azriel Ratz, who has perfected the experience of online marketing by doing it with Facebook ads. He's perfected his strategy for companies to find their ideal audiences and create the most relevant ads for their business. He's the creator of Facebook Ads Mastery and the author of Find, Engage, and Optimize. Ezreal has managed ads for B2B, B2C, e-commerce, online publishers, nonprofits, and so many more. Ezreal's Facebook campaigns earn an average return of five times their ad costs. And a fun fact about Ezreal, he can beatbox. Like, what a random but awesome skill to have as an online marketer. <laughs> so, Azriel, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Today, we're going to be talking about four steps to getting started with Facebook ads. So, mm-hmm. what, what do we do here? Like, how right. does this work? What are we doing? So, the first step, I would, but before the four steps... Okay. Really, we have to talk about one the biggest issue with regular businesses is that they just they don't have money to just you know kind of like throw at the wall and hope that something works because they're working on a, a smaller budget. So the thing you have to keep in mind here is that every dollar that you put out on Facebook means that you are you have less money to spend as opposed to many big, bigger businesses that might be able to say like, okay, you know, some money didn't work, some money did work, whatever kind of happens. These people want to make sure that they're putting the, their money and their content and their efforts into the right place. So when you go do anything online, email, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever that might be, you want to make sure that you're talking to the right people. That's like the first step. And then Second step is you want to make sure that the thing that you're talking to them about is the right content. And if, you're, if those, those two things are wrong, or, and there's a third thing, which is the product, you know, the actual thing you're offering, maybe the way you're offering it to them is, needs to be tweaked. So th- between those three things, the audience, the content, and the actual offer, you need to make sure that all of those are right before you start putting your money serious money behind any sort of effort um, with advertising, email, you know, boosting posts on Instagram, whatever that might be, that has to be done before you do anything. So what I've figured out on Facebook is how to spend something like $200 total to figure out all three of these things, the audience, the content, and how to present your offer in the best way So that you can now know not just how to run ads on Facebook, but how to create content on Instagram, how to send better emails, how to make, create better landing pages so that you're talking to the right people, you're creating the right type of stuff to talk to them. And then they're actually interested in the thing you have to offer. That is what we're going to talk about in these four steps. 
Awesome. Yeah. So step one is to have a clear goal when you run your Facebook ad. So here, you know, we just talked about this is what it might be. But when you've decided, I want more leads, I want more engagement, I want more, you know, people on my webinar, whatever that might be, you need to have a clear understanding of this is what I want for my Facebook ad and nothing else. If I get 10,000 things, you know, likes, but no leads and no uh, conversions and no buyers, I'm okay with that. You need to figure out what it is that you want from this ad campaign, create the ad campaign, and then expect nothing but the one goal you want. And the reason for that is because Facebook gives you a lot of options when you choose your campaign, ad campaign, they, like you do app downloads, engagement, reach, leads, website clicks, and they optimize for the thing you asked for and nothing else. So many times people come to me and they say, you know, I have a lot of video views, but no one actually bought my product. And the reason for that is because Facebook optimized your ads to be shown to people that watch videos, not necessarily people that buy your, that want to buy your product. So you need to have in mind before you choose the campaign goal, what you actually want out of these ads. That's really step one is just know the goal before you run your ads. So, now step two is find the right audience. As we said before, you need to know who you're actually talking to before you could spend a lot of money on your ads. So what I want to do is figure out who the best people are that I could be talking to. So to do that, what I do is I look at my ad set, which is so just a really general breakdown of Facebook ads. It, Facebook breaks it down into three sections. One is the campaign, which is where we set our goal. Two is the ad sets, which is where we choose who is being targeted. And three is the ad, which is what the actual thing looks like that people are seeing, the actual posts that people are seeing. So on the ad set level, I will, I will create between five and 10 different ad sets targeting different groups of people and just spending five to $10 a day in each of them so that I could actually learn which of these audiences are the most engaged and interested people in my product. So the one that I like to talk about because I know it the best is entrepreneurs. If you talk about entrepreneurs, there's a lot of different ways to talk to the same type of audience. For example, books that they might read. You might be able to list you know, 10 big entrepreneur books that these people are reading, and that would be a good way to target them. Another way would be services they use online, like you know HubSpot and MailChimp and, and any CRMs, whatever, that a list of different products they might be using or services online. A third way might be magazines that they read, like you know Founder Magazine, Business Insider, TechCrunch, Mashable, whatever, that list of magazines. And a third one might be in influencers, like a Gary Vaynerchuk and a Tim Ferriss and a, a, you know, a Seth Godin and a Tony Robbins. So now we have four different audiences all talking in theory to the same type of person, but by, by separating them out into separate ad sets and running just five to $10 a day in each of them, within two to three days, we'll already start seeing one of those audiences that will get more clicks, more likes, more reach, more leads, whatever the thing you're looking for, after just spending a couple like we're talking about like spend 15, $20 in this ad set and you'll already start to see which of these people resonate most with your message. So this only takes a couple days. It only takes 35, $45 and you now have a better idea about who you're actually talking to online and what things they're interested in so that 
you can already start thinking, oh, they're interested in these magazines. That's the ones that work the best. Why don't I, you know, read through those magazines, see what type of articles they're reading and then create content from them or even just share content from those magazines or those influencers or, or those books. And you've, and now you're learning more about your people. You're seeing what they're engaging with. And that's already, you're already one step farther than most businesses are because you've actually figured out who you're talking to and what they really want to hear about. So just to make sure I, I, I have yes. to based on this. So if I have like, let's say I make one piece of really great content, like a video and mm -hmm. it has like a link to a lead page for an opt-in, I can make, I can use that same piece of content and make different ad sets to target those different audiences to see which one responds best to that. So it could actually be the same ad in multiple ad sets. And then within ad manager, you could see the results based on each of the separate ad sets. It'll tell you, this is how many people you reach. This is how much you paid per impression. This is how much you pay per click. And it will tell you the number of results from that ad, ad set. So with the same ad, even if, you know, 50 comments come on the post, so you might not necessarily know who it came from on the post level. When you're in ad manager, you'll, you'll see that entire breakdown. Okay, cool. Yeah. So have a clear goal, target your best audience. Yes. And number three is create the best possible ad for the audience. So you might say, well, if I just put one post online, it does well. And now I could assume it's going to do well for all the audiences. That's usually not how it works. Just because something does well organically doesn't mean for your audience, doesn't mean it will do well for these, you know, this list of 10 different audience ad sets that you created that don't know who you are before. It did well for your audience, for your likes and for their friends, but it doesn't mean it will do well for everyone else. So what I wanna do is I wanna do a ton of testing on the ad level to make sure that I'm creating the best possible ad and getting that for the lowest possible cost for whatever that goal might be. Video views, link, clicks, uh, conversions, whatever. So to do that, what I do is I create six total lines of text, just short, you know, one sentence, like something like 200 character long sentences. And I will place those into three of them into, uh, into a, a post. So the average, the normal Facebook post has three lines of text, the post text above the image, the headline, which is that big, thick black text, and the description, which is that smaller gray line of text that shows up mostly only on desktop, but sometimes I'm mobile, maybe, depends how big your screen size is, gets confusing. So, so that means that each post has three lines of text. And when you post something on Facebook, Facebook analyzes what keywords are in that post, and then they will say based on the keywords you're placing and where you're putting them. Like, let's say people really love bicycles. So if someone, you know, John, w loves watching videos that have the word bicycle in the post text. But, you know, Mary loves watching videos where the, the word bicycle shows up in the headline. So you've only created, you created one post, you only allowed it to work well for one of those two people. So what I'll do is on the ad level within the ad set, I'll create every version of the ad. Because I have three lines of text, I can move them all around and that gives you six versions like ABC, ACB, BCA, BAC, CAB, CBA. It's six different versions of the ad text placement. And then I will test a, either four video thumbnails, meaning the same video with four different thumbnails or four images. But I will tell you that in the past like four months, I've seen 
videos outperform every single time images, every single time. So if you could make a video, you should do it, even if it just has to be a basic slideshow, which can just be five images, you know, dra drag and drop into Facebook. They give you free music. There's really no excuse if you can create, you know, if you can have five stock images and create a free video online, that will do better most likely than just a static image. But if you want to try images, that's what you could do. Four different images and four or four different video thumbnails. And what you've just created there is 24 ads. It's the same, the same lines of text put into the different placements. And four different thumbnails gives you 24 ads. But what I, don't, what I do is I don't stop there. I then create a totally different version of the text. And I do that same thing again. So that gives me the same four images. And the, a different thing of text gives you 48 ads. I'm creating 48 ads in this ad set. And I create the same 48 ads in each of those five to 10 ad sets. Literally just duplicate and it, it'll go automatically into all the ad sets. And now you've just done is created something like 500 ads. It took, it only takes like 20 minutes. It sounds confusing, but it's really just duplicate in Power Editor. It's really easy. Click the check mark, duplicate, switch the lines, duplicate again, switch the lines. And then when you have six, you just duplicate the whole thing and change the image. That's it. So it sounds complicated, but it's really pretty, pretty easy. It takes about 20 minutes, maybe the first time, like 35 minutes. And once you've done that, you now have like a crazy number of ads, like so 500 something ads. Yeah, so what we need to do is when you guys, when you're listening to this, listen to it a second and a third time in front of your Facebook ad manager and like walk through what he's saying. So the first thing you need to do within creating the best possible ad set is you need to have three lines of text that yeah. describe what your ad is about. So like your message, your link, your link description is what those three lines are. And then you the, the, the post text headline description. That's how Facebook labels it. So just yeah, okay, perfect. And then you want, and then you can rearrange them up to six different ways. And then you can use four different images or four different video thumbnails, making it so that you have twenty four ads within that ad set. So mm -hmm. to prepare this, do those sort of three things: your three lines of text kind of, I would work through this on a Microsoft doc, like, and then reorganize each one so you can copy and paste easily so you can kind of track it and then make sure you have your four images. Now, my question is for your four images and maybe even your four videos, do you Just have say, any... I don't want to say make four vi videos. Just say <laughs> four, one video with four thumbnails. That's a... There you go. Yeah. Um, so what do you advise for those images? Like stock, stock with text, a woman that's smiling, like what are your thoughts right. on the images I would say, for that? So I will tell you, I ran a Facebook ad for an app and all we did was we took, we went to the app store where they had those like slide, you know, images where they just show like, this is how you use the app, whatever. And we just took those five images, we shaped it for a vertical ad for Facebook and that's all we did. That was, the, that was the slideshow. We took the five images, dragged them in the order that they were in the app store, and we just took some random music that Facebook had called Homecoming. Sounds beautiful. And that was it. That was the ad. It did pretty well. It was getting like under $2 app downloads, which is well below uh, average these days. Yeah. So. so do you think that images should be vertical or horizontal? 
Depends on the audience. Facebook has so many people on it. I would say for the normal millennial, you could probably do vertical. And for if you're targeting older, like 45 plus, then it would make sense to test um, regular uh, portrait size images. Interesting. And so I'm taking notes so that I can yeah. give you guys good show notes. <laughs> I will okay. tell you that. I'm in the, in, the, in the middle of trying to figure out how to make an Excel spreadsheet that you just type in the stuff and upload it onto Facebook and then it does all the work for you. But I haven't figured that out yet. That sounds magical. So, Once you do, yeah. make sure you Facebook target all of us <laughs> so that we can download that from you. So when we're creating our best possible ad, so by creating the best possible ad, what I'm gathering is that you just really want to make sure that you know, we have our clear goal and we have our best target. So to create the best possible ad, it's basically kind of like you just have to have, just like you need to be able to have a lot of ad sets for people to target in that audience, you need to kind of have a lot of different versions of the ad to figure out which one will convert best within, mm -hmm. that, ad set, within that ad set from step two. And okay. I just want to give one small tip on how to write these lines of text. I'm in no way a copywriter. So most of the time when I'm working with clients, I usually just look at their landing pages, which are made by hopefully people that are good at landing pages. And then we just kind of try to figure out something from there together. Um, when you're writing this line of text, what you have to think about is that these people right now are scrolling through Facebook or Instagram. And the last thing they want to be doing is being sold to. That's the last okay. thing they want. So you want to create text that when they're reading it, they immediately see one of two things. Either you are solving a problem that I have or two, so basically like discuss the problem or discuss your solution. That's the, one of the two things. You're not trying to say like, buy my thing now unless the people already know who you are, you're retargeting, something like that. They already know your brand. But when you're targeting new people that never heard of you, you want to write either about the problem or the solution. So something like, you know, do you hate doing dishes? And yes. then that'll be like, oh my gosh, I hate doing dishes. And then like, oh, we have a dishwasher or, you know, whatever, like um, buy my plastic plates that you never have to wash because you just throw them out and they're really cheap. I don't know, whatever. So when, when they <laughs> see the solution or they see the problem, like, oh my gosh, I hate doing dishes or like, or like, do you love folding laundry? Like no one, no one loves folding laundry. That's not a thing. So that when they see that line of text, they're immediately grabbed by the ad and that's what's going to keep, that's what's going to get them to actually watch your video or engage or click or something. So you want to either talk about the problem they're having or the solution you're providing. So you think you should like your post should include a problem and then you're the solution? Maybe, but sometimes you don't have enough space in your in your one ad to do that. Like maybe just the pro talking about the problem is enough to get them to the landing page. And we're talking about that in step four, but um, you need to figure out how to, in the shortest amount of time, get them interested to move to the next step. Because you, you can't do anything on Facebook. You can't buy on Facebook. You need to move them to somewhere else, either the lead ad pop-up or a new landing page or a canvas ad, whatever that might be, you need to get them to move from Facebook. So usually you, I don't like putting so much on the post. I just want to get enough interest to move them off of Facebook. Got it. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by All-in-One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.
All in One started with a mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they are stationed in the world, while making fair wages with job flexibility no matter what military life demands of them. With packages starting at just $125 a month, All in One will help your business grow through social media with custom graphics, daily posts, targeted Facebook advertising, and more. All in One's packages cover all your social media marketing needs with unlimited support and feedback, as well as advice for posting and marketing that you can do yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com today to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com. And now back to the show. Okay, yeah. so have a clear goal. Target your best audience. Create the best possible ad and optimize for best results. Okay. Okay. So what what you're doing here is so just to picture this a little bit easier in your mind. Facebook lays out the ad manager, as we said before, into three steps, the campaign, the ad set, and the ad. So we've discussed the campaign, which is setting your goals, the ad set, which is finding the best audiences, and the ad level, which is creating a bajillion ads. You have the best possible, you know, so you created every version. Facebook is going to run them, hopefully find you the best people with the best possible ad. But now your ads are running. You're, they're live. You know, you're spending ten, 5 to $10 a day in each of the ad sets and you're letting it run. And then what you want to do is tweak so that you can get in front of only the best people with only the best possible ads. So what I do is I look at four metrics on Facebook. Two of them are not on, on Facebook. We'll get there. And when we look at those statistics, those metrics, we can actually know what we need to tweak on Facebook ads. As opposed to, for example, this thing called relevance score, that is just the number that Facebook tells you. Once you've hit 5,000 impressions, it tells you a number between one and 10. And that number is almost totally irrelevant. Even though it's called a relevance score, you'd think that would be helpful. Basically, it doesn't tell you what to do. I want to look at metrics that tell me what to do. So I look at four numbers, the CPM, which is the cost per impression. So what most people don't understand about Facebook is that no matter which ad campaign you run, except for link clicks, you are paying per impression. Facebook looks at your audience, they look at your ad and they say, do the people you're targeting care about the message that you're putting in front of them? And then based on that, Facebook charges you per impression. So that is the first metric I want to look at because what it tells me immediately is, does Facebook believe that I'm talking to the right people with the right message? Really, that's, that's it. So if the CPM is low, meaning your costs are low, that's great. You're doing a good job. You're talking to the right people with the right message. But let's say it's not low. Let's say it's high. So since I created five to 10 different ad sets, all I have to do is look at my ad sets and say, are they all around the same price? Are they all, you know, $30 CPM or are some of them low and some of them high? Once I've done that, which only takes 10 seconds to look at, you can now say, okay, clearly these three audiences are doing fine, which means as far as Facebook thinks, that audience is right and my message is right. But all the ones that are higher, that are costing too much, there, Facebook is telling me that the the audience is the wrong people are the wrong people to talk to. So but the higher it, the the higher the cost, the less relevant bad. it is. Okay. Correct. So so by Facebook telling me these three ad sets are bad by charging me a lot of money, 
I can now say, okay, it means my message is good, but it's the wrong audience as opposed to the three that are working fine. But if all of my ad sets are really high CPM, it means that the, the ad needs to be changed. Something about, you know, try different images, try different text, because if you can't talk to any of these audiences for a lower price, it means that you, there's something wrong with your ad. Okay. So you have a clear call to action. Your CPM is high, tweak either your audience targeting or your ad. That's it. That's okay. the only thing to change. So that's one is CPM. Number two is CPC, cost per click. So if you've managed to get in front of people and you're getting $2, $3 CPM, which is low, which is great, but they're not actually moving to do the next thing, it means either you're not being aggressive enough to get them to move by actually just writing a click here or changing the, you know, the call to action button or just telling them you want to go here. This is, you know, this is going to be a great offer. Make sure that you're actually moving to the landing page or clicking on the link to, you know, sign up your messenger bot or whatever that might be. So that's what you need to do there is tweak the language of the ad because clearly the mess, the, the people are right. And the, the idea of your ad is good, but you're not getting them to move off of Facebook. So you just want to be more assertive about the language. The other thing that I don't want to spend time on is when you put too much information on Facebook. So I've seen people that put like this long giant paragraphs of text, you know, like there's like six or seven paragraphs of text. And the problem with that is that you've gotten your people, your audience to spend so much time reading your ad that they kind of just like forgot they're supposed to leave. And by doing that, you're stopping them from signing up. You stop them from moving to the next step. So you might want to just say like, you know, stop it at one paragraph. Don't write any more because you want them to just move over to the landing page. Let them learn more from there. But if you're keeping them on, the, on Facebook, you're doing a bad job. You're not actually converting them. So that's two is CPC. And number three is not on Facebook ad manager, but it can easily be set up on Google Analytics of just how long are these people on your site for? So I call it time on site, a lot easier. Time on site. Are they spending two seconds on, face, on your website or are they spending three minutes on your website? So if someone comes to your site and the average time on the site is 10 seconds, that is usually for only one reason. There is not a clear connection between the ad they clicked on and the landing page they came to. That, now that might have a few reasons. One, the headline from your ad doesn't match the headline from your, your landing page. If, if you saw a post like, learn more about this great trip to Bali, and then you came to the website and it was like selling you a sofa, you'd be really confused and you wouldn't stay that long on the page. So it's possible that, which I've seen before, you send, you're sending people accidentally to the wrong landing page or you just weren't clear about what they were getting in the ad. So when they got to the landing page, they were really confused. You promised them a Facebook ebook and then you gave them a Google Analytics ebook. Maybe like the person didn't, didn't come there for this. So that's what you need to figure out is what is the disconnect between the, the ad itself and the landing page that are getting people to move to the landing page but not actually stay on the landing page. And then the fourth and final thing is conversion rate, meaning CPM, you got people for a low price showing you're talking to the right people and you're hitting them with the right message. Two, CPC, you're getting those people to actually click onto your landing page. Three, time on site, which is they actually got from Facebook to your landing page and they're actually reading the stuff 
on your landing page. So why are they not actually converting? And this thing can only be one of two reasons. Again, either they don't like this offer. You know, you have this $200 product and that 2% coupon you're offering, they couldn't care less. So you need to figure out, make the offer more appealing to them by either making it a higher percentage or free shipping or include an extra bonus that they might be interested in or you know they didn't care about this this ebook but maybe if the ebook was on a different topic that they would care about and that so that's reason number one and number two is many times the form itself is the problem so the form itself is asking either too many questions or the wrong questions so an example that i have here so so sometimes you know have you ever been to hubspot HubSpot asks like 58 questions, you know, your name, your, uh, your address, the name of the company you work for, yeah, your social security number, your, your yeah. child's first name, like everything. They ask everything. Like literally, like I'm surprised they haven't asked me for my blood type yet. And it's crazy. And those forms are too much. Maybe HubSpot can get away with it because they have just so many people coming to their site all the time. But the average business doesn't have the ability to ask 15 questions. You get two, maybe three boxes. That's it. Like, full name, email, and maybe their phone number. And that's already pushing it. So I had a client that we were asking for their phone numbers and people were not interested. And when we switched it from phone number to email, everyone, like, like literally the conversion rate more than five times, like went up more than five times just by switching from a phone number to an email address. And that's it, right? That is the four, it's, it's, it's a lot. And I hope that people listen to this more than once because trying to fit it into you know, 32 minutes is <laughs> not easy. This is a 45 minute presentation that I get. It's, it's, it's like watching a movie. Like you have to watch it once <laughs> to, to get it and you have to watch it again to like take it in and get yeah. all this stuff like you need to pay attention to. So I, mm-hmm. I would agree. So guys, listen to this a lot. Listen to Go back to ad manager. <laughs> yeah, go back. And do this again. <laughs> You're fine. No, so, but what's yeah. crazy here is that what this system does is it lets you know who you need to reach, which ad is the best ad for them, and then the best, what you need to fix all along the way. So, you know, you're, you know, you're fixing your ad, you're fixing your video, you're fixing your landing pages, you're fixing your offer, you're fixing your forms. By the time you're done with this two weeks of testing, you've only spent like $300, $400. And you can now say at the end of that two week process, who you need to reach, what content to write for them, what kind type of content to, off, to, off, to put out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, email, whatever, and the best possible offer to give those people so that they will actually be interested in, in that, whether that's organic reach, paid reach, on any platform, all across in online marketing, in your stores, you could start doing the same type of thing because you actually learned how all along this process, every way to possibly optimize your entire business funnel. Yeah, no. So the expansion that I have off of what you said, so you have to spend more initially to figure out what to say and who to talk to. And then like once you have that grasp, you can kind of use as a baseline and maybe run ads for maybe a, a lower budget, like an ongoing yeah, budget. Yeah, so we're saying, so I, you can't, for a conversion ad, you cannot spend less than $5 a day per ad set. Yes. That's the minimum. Okay. So if you're creating five ad sets, that's $25 a day. Okay. Minimum. So 
I suggest to try to do 10, that's $50 a day, but you only have to do this for six, seven days before you start saying, okay, these three ad sets, they're bad. Turn them off. They're not working. And so once you could do that, now you only have three ad sets running or you only have two ad sets running. Okay. And so that's only $10 a day. And then you're able to learn from this audience, oh, this is what I need to do to get them to click. This is what I need to do to get them to convert. And then hopefully, you know, if you're a dentist and you've gotten, you know, 35 leads over the last week, it just spending 40, you know, $300, hopefully you now have people coming into your, into your office this week because of these ads. Yeah. And once you know what to say and who to talk to, you can run ads, you know, monthly for like a hundred bucks or Right. like that. Perfect. Well, just to recap again, guys, have a clear goal, target your best audience, create the best possible ad, and then optimize for the best results. We went over a lot of really great stuff, and I know that you're going to want to listen to this again to like digest it fully, but I happen to know that Azriel has a little gift for us. He's giving us $100 off his course so that you guys can just be better at ads in general and content and all that good stuff. So we'll have that code for you guys in our show notes. And Azrael, how can people follow your wisdom? He does like really great videos on the daily and has all this great information. And of course, if you follow him, he's going to super interact and super engage with you. So how can they do that with you, Azrael? So two ways. Number one is my Facebook page. Rats Pack Media, try to post there at least four times a week. So that's number one. And number two, I'm really hitting LinkedIn video really hard. So I'm spending a lot more time on there than I ever, ever have in my entire life. So my LinkedIn, Azriel Rats, you can search me, just message me. I came from Desiree's show and then I can know that you're not some creep uh, who knows from where. Hashtag boring <laughs> business, guys. Hashtag boring business. So. And that's it. Those are the two things, either my Facebook page or my LinkedIn. Awesome. Well, Azrael, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me and for just breaking this down. Like, really good for us. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're very, very welcome. And thank you so much for having me. Yes. And thank you, Boring Business Owners, for listening. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All-in-One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.